You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Liav Chen is the co-founder and CEO of Humans, an AI-powered platform that makes influencer marketing accessible, reliable, and trustworthy for marketers and influencers. He has an extensive experience in big data and machine learning, all of which was acquired through his five-year military experience with the Esteem Intelligence Unit 8200 of the Israeli Army. After experiencing the pain points and shortcomings of influencer marketing firsthand, Chen created Humans by incorporating deep social data analysis with proprietary AI technology on SAAS platforms that brings trust and transparency into the influencer marketing ecosystem. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Decoded, the number one podcast to help you grow your business and understand social media better. And today I am excited because if you all have listened to this podcast, you know how much I love influencer marketing and how much I love educating you all on influencer marketing. So today I have a special guest, Liab, here to talk all about targeting the most relevant influencer for your brand. Because as a business owner, you may not even know what type of influencers you need. You may not even know much about influencer marketing, but don't worry. Today, we're going to get all down into the nitty gritty. So welcome, Liab. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited to talk today. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Michelle. I'm so excited as well. Thanks for having me. Yes. So can you tell the listeners a little bit more about you and how you got started in influencer marketing? Sure. Uh, I'd love to. I'm Liav, um, Liav Rafael Chen. I'm 28 years old. I'm based in Tel Aviv. Uh, My background is software development, and I was an officer in uh, one of the units in the army that do technical stuff. And basically, that's where I got my software development trainings as an engineer. Um, And just at my first years uh, as a software developer, together with the four other co-founders, we founded the Humans, uh, and we were exposed to that landscape called influencer marketing through a friend of ours that had was a a party organizer for students in colleges, uh, and he basically told us that he paid money on Instagram to a lot of uh, characters that has a lot of followers. And that's how he brings audience to his parties. That was very fascinating to me. I explored uh, together with my, with my founders the, uh, the trend. And we've noticed a lot of brands ar- around the world pay a lot of money to get conversion, to get people to attend events, to get awareness. Uh, and uh, uh, that's how uh, we came up with the idea of making a platform that will provide all these features plus a lot of data uh, um, to make the market smarter. Yes. No, this is so interesting because I love, you know, talking to founders who've 
found the solution, right? The solution to a problem and influencer yeah. marketing is still so new. It's a billion dollar industry. And I mean, I've been an influencer mm-hmm. for 12 years. So just watching it evolve and grow into what it has is just really fascinating. So I want to jump right into our conversation and talk about why businesses even need influencer marketing. I know it may seem like, okay, do I need to work with influencers? Why would it be beneficial to work with influencers? But Content is king. And let's be honest, a lot of businesses and brands are unable to create the content themselves. They may need to work with influencers for content or mm-hmm. to get the brand awareness out. So why why do businesses need influencer marketing in their in their marketing strategy and plan? Yeah, I love what you say. Content is king. Everybody knows that. And that's a big part of the answer. I mean, actually, if you look on the marketing budget and digital marketing budget of brands, and recently, direct-to-consumer brands, which is the big trend. So you'll see that once, you know, a few years ago, it was around 5% go to influencer marketing. And now you can see brands that uh, allocate around 20 25%, and it just keeps increasing. And the reason is that the brands understand that it can be an e-commerce merchant, it can be a big brand, um, like within all the landscape of brands, uh, all the sizes, they understand they need to catch their audiences at the moments where the most open to get their messages. And, you know, if it used to be a banner that you do in a studio and then you promote it on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram uh, and the banner would do the job and get your audience on their feet and go out, buy your product or, or uh, order it online. So today the consumer is a bit different and there are many impacts on why the consumer is different, but we're not going to get into that point. But the influencers and content creators basically catch the audiences as they follow them. So they want to consume their content. And once the influencer is relevant to the follower and the brand's niche, then you get the perfect uh, authenticity and the perfect content. And that's how you can influence a specific individual to do something. And that's why the businesses need the influencers and the creators. And I think at this point, you know, 2022, everybody gets that. Everybody understands that as well. Yes, I see so much change coming with influencer marketing and brands really understanding we need to work with influencers. It's probably best within our marketing strategy to work with influencers because it is more affordable. If you were to work with a celebrity and a production team, Mm -hmm. that may cost you a hundred thousand plus dollars, right? You can definitely work Mm -hmm. with influencers and micro influencers on affordable levels. So I know one major issue is that businesses don't know where to find influencers. They don't know, you know, where they're, where they are online. So how can businesses find influencers? I know this is a big reason of why you created your business. So can you tell us yes. where brands and businesses can even find influencers to work with? Sure. Um, the big challenge that brands facing is, as you mentioned, to find the most relevant influencers to collaborate with. I'll give a quick introduction to this, you know, discovery subject. It all started with a with a phenomenon called influencers fatigue, where back in the 2012, 13, 14 niche around that time, where um, big celebrities started do more and more influencers campaign, um, the trust was missing, because one day a big celebrity can advertise Coca Cola, and the next day will advertise PepsiCo. 
And the audience, you know, it's a smart audience online, social channels, you can't fool them and you miss the trust. And once you do that, we had a phenomenon called the influencers fatigue. And then the trend of micro and nano influencers popped into our life because these guys are the creators for a specific niche and they can create the message in a trustworthy way. So finding the creators and finding the influencers, it can be in you know many different places. You have more than 300 platforms just to discover influencers online on the different channels, on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and many other more channels. But the question is, and that's exactly why we founded Humans, how can I make sure that the creators and the influencers that I find out there are the most relevant to my niche and my current needs? And the ways to do it, to do the specific, you know, to make it certain is by their conversion rate and by their audience demographics. And what we brought to the game as humans is basically the idea of who can sell my product in the best way. And we also provide an ROI estimation. So we can say, you know, this influencer is very good for your niche, is very good within the audience demographics. But we also say this influencer can sell your products because we know we sold similar products just recently. Yes. No, I love that because... It's just so hard, you know, sometimes to really understand what influencer might be best for my brand or where where can I even find where they're hanging out? So there's mm-hmm. and then, of course, you can always use Instagram, but you're going to have to sift through all that. You're going to have to figure out if, you know, are they even legit? And that's leading us into the next question. You know, with influencer marketing, of course, with marketing and social media, there's always, you know, scams. I always tell the listeners, do not click on anything that people are sending you in the DMs, especially if they're telling you that they have an influencer agency and they're going to help you become an influencer. That's probably fake. No one's going to reach out to you via DM. They're going to reach out to you probably via email. So what should brands look for when they're sourcing the influencers like to avoid scams and even influencers when working with brands? Because, you know, it can be a scam too. So how do we keep our eyes and ears open when, you know, working with influencers and in in general in the influencer industry? That's an amazing question. Um, Well, three things are major, you know, points to be noticed for. The scam is a big issue. The biggest problem currently that provide uh, that, sorry, that makes it hard for the brands and the creators to communicate and makes it hard for the market to evolve is fraud. You can buy followers, you can buy comments and likes uh, online, and, and it's very cheap, and the brands can tell. Now, that's one thing, but also, as you mentioned, the creators can tell if the brands that approach them are legit or the agencies are legit. So what we came up with is, first and foremost, for the marketers and brands to be able to analyze the followers and the, fo- and the, and the people who follow the specific influencer in every social media channel with using the artificial intelligence algorithms that we developed. And then just like a human eye can vet each and every one of the followers and say, this specific follower is a real person. They live in New York. They like to do sports. They're female or male and they're legit. And we can do that because we analyze the images. We analyze text and slang of a given follower. And in that way, we have a vetting score for the influencer that says, 90% legit 
of his followers. Now you'll be surprisingly, maybe um, it will be surprising for you maybe to know that the average suspicious followers on Instagram, for example, is around 16%. So whether we see a user, an influencer, with the 10% followers, um, suspicious followers rate, then we do say, well, it's a legit influencer because there are bots out there. They will follow your content if you publish generic stuff, generic hashtags. Uh, they will follow, they will comment these bots. But if you buy them, then you obviously have more than the average. And that's how we can vet them and let the brands know that it's a, a, a suspicious influencer. Now, that's only the influencer and demo, the demographics of the influencer. So you have to be, you know, you have to pay attention for these information, for that information, sorry, and also for the influencer data. And the influencer data is basically is this specific influencer fits my messages as a brand. If I'm advertising a feminine hygiene product, so I want to find the influencer that will be a female, that will fit my criteria, and that the followers will also have a majority of female, right, in the followers. So I, I, I know that I'm sending the message to the right audiences. So we do vet the creators, we do vet their followers, and we do vet the brands for the influencers. Because when the brands approach them, they have the ability to send direct emails using the humans platform. And then the influencers see that it's a humans vetted uh, advertiser. We do the vet on the e-commerce page of the advertiser for the brand. Uh, we don't let any small uh, and you know not legit brands to use the platform, but we take the payment upfront so we can assure that the creators will get their payments on time and based on all the relevant criteria that the brands um, legendly, you know, uh, provide them in the app. Yes, this is amazing because I talk about this all the time. It's so many people buying followers. There's so many people worried about that. And that's what a lot of influencers have done is that they've bought followers, right? And there's no way, I mean, you could physically go through their followers and look because that is what I do. And I'm like, oh, these, this person doesn't even have a picture. This is, who is Timmy X3425? So you can tell physically, but with your platform, that's amazing that you guys can run all these things, look at their pictures, you know, make sure they're credible because brands and influencers, let's listen up closely. People are buying followers. Brands are buying followers too, but you do want to work with, reputable influencers you don't want to work with people who may have bought followers and don't really necessarily have that influence that they say it's so easy to do this online so you have to keep your eyes and ears open and I'm so glad that you created a platform like this because it is important to you know avoid those and those scams and those influencers who who may not be relevant and you know you saw I mean I guess yeah, and, and, and I guess you saw them, the documentary that, uh, you know, HBO did about fake famous. It's just about that. And, you know, how you can take a, an anonymous profile, buy fake users and followers and likes, and then just brands will pay you money to advertise. And that's a shame because the brands, like, throw the money to the garbage. Absolutely. And even myself, I have had, you know, struggles working with the influencers, even though I have 35,000 followers. I know for a fact that 95% of my followers are real. I've also, you know, used a platform similar to yours where it told me how many of my followers are real. But brands will say, oh. I also, 
vetted your profile and it Thank was great. You. You, a, you, you have a great profile on social media. You're a real, that's, you know, I chose the, to, to be interviewed for you because you're legit. <laughs> We saw that. Okay, everybody so listening that. here on the Social Media Decoded podcast, Leav said he ran my Instagram <laughs> profile through his criteria to see if I was even legit, legit before he would even come on this podcast. Yeah. And I do appreciate you for doing that because I vet, we vet as well, our, you know, interviewees here on the podcast. But of course, you know, sometimes you can't always, you know, find out if they're telling the truth or anything. So I really appreciate you telling me that. And so y'all, I got the real followers. I'm legit. So thank you so much. I want to also talk about how do businesses even collaborate with influencers? I know businesses can do, you know, sponsor posts, sponsor trips. What are some ways that you've seen brands collaborate with influencers or even some of your clients? What do you think the best ways to collaborate with influencers are? So my best clients, and we have more than um, 400 advertisers on a monthly basis using the platform from biggest names until the small e-commerce merchants, but the best approach that I've seen with my clients is that they use them as the full marketing solution. And what I mean by that is they use content creators to run their marketing strategy, to develop their content, to use their media and meaning followers as the distribution of the content, to write texts as copywriters, to come up with marketing ideas offline as well. And there are very nice examples, you know, I would mention some names, but, you know, just to just for the example, so Pretty Little Thing, for example, is a fashion brand. When they, you know, use creators, they don't use them just as influencers for a campaign and then they disappear. They use their knowledge. They choose the products based on the creator's recommendation. They give the creators the ability to run the creatives for their campaigns, to run the ads for their campaigns. And you can see the content of the creators within the e-commerce page. That's how I believe the marketing, the digital marketing should look in the future and the digital strategy should look in the future. And that's the best implementation I've seen. You can use them in general, you know, as a content creator, you can just buy content from creators. You can use them as the media, meaning their followers. You can pay them to advertise and do sponsored content. And you can use them to drive awareness or to drive conversion to your e-commerce shop. I mean, every act of influencer depends on the goal. If you want to get awareness, I would recommend to do several, um, you know, to work with several creators. If you want to get a, a conversion, I would recommend others and, and different channels as well. You know, Instagram stories are very um, convertible um, um, tool. They, they can create very nice attribution for your brand uh, as well. Uh, and, and on the other side, you have uh, um, TikTok, for example, that will become viral, viral, sorry, will create a trend, will send a message that will become viral within a specific community of users. So it all depends on your target, but the different ways to collaborate are, there is a variety of uh, uh, ways. And what I've seen as the best practice is just, Give them the uh, freedom to uh, to do like most of your marketing efforts. Put them in, inside your marketing uh, pie. That was a great breakdown. I hope that the listeners were taking notes. The business is looking to work with influencers <laughs> in a different way. 
We basically just gave you a master, a free masterclass right here on the Social Media Decoded podcast on the best ways that brands can collaborate <laughs> and work with influencers. And there is so many different True. ways, right? But I think one thing that you did say and that I always talk about is goals. You have to look at what your goal is before you can even think about working with influencers because you want to look at the end game. If your goal is to get people to sign up for your new or you're launching a new product, you're going to work with probably maybe one or two influencers to or more right depending on what your budget is because that's important got to pay the creators pay creators what they are worth we're not going to go into that but i just had to say generously generously generously, you know yes so you know you can use them if you want having a new product launch and you're trying to build some hype so again i don't think that influencer marketing is going anywhere anytime soon so if you're a brand and you're thinking about it 2022 is your year to really test some different strategies and see the different ways and have your goals set on you know how influencers can help your business but i also know that there are some do's and don'ts and things that we see all the time like oh maybe you shouldn't have did that so what are some do's and don'ts that you've seen when it comes to targeting the right influencers when it comes to brands yeah so it basically wraps you know the 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 conversations the, the the do's and don'ts uh, we have it integrated within the platform. Once you open a brief for creators, the first and foremost important thing is do's and don'ts. And th- there is a reason. And to say to our listeners, I would recommend to use the three points that I've mentioned earlier once you start working with creators, which are make sure the audience is right for you based on the um, the technology that you use. For example, Within the human's vetting platform, you can see that the audience is relevant for your target audience of your brand. Make sure that the influencer is answering your messages and and messaging requests. For example, if you're advertising a shampoo, you want to specify and you want to select a specific hair influencer, a hair design for a specific influencer. So do that. Be very into the details when picking the specific influencer for your product. And and the third point that you want to do is to explore the channels. Because if a specific influencer is relevant for fashion, female, ages 20 to 30 in Chicago, it might not be the same on Twitter like on Instagram and not the same on TikTok like on Twitch, for example. So make sure that the channel that you want to work on is relevant for your product, your um, target audiences, and your influencers. And as that's that's just for my do's. And for my don'ts, I would do the following. Don't interfere them. Like number one rule. Once you did the do's, once you have your targets and you have the characters of creators, characters of demographics, you know what you want to achieve. You have the sample list of creators. You can try out them. You can give a small budget just to start with, a minimum budget that they will find that is relevant. Let them do the work, but don't interfere them. Don't take it into the, and I like to say, the advertising agency's landscape, which is giving them instructions of how to film the content, how to make the content. No, you need to give them the the guidelines. Like, what is your brand's guidelines? Don't use... Uh, nudity is fine. Don't use, uh, um, you know, the, uh, 
colors that mention uh, your competitors, fine. But don't tell them what to do because they know better. And that's the key ingredient for a good uh, content creators campaign. Uh, so I would re- I would leave the listeners with one don't, don't interfere them. I love that you said that. And I think that's very important. <laughs> I, I also used to work for an a company and I did the, I ran the influencer marketing programs. And one of the most important things and me being a creator and an influencer was let the creative be creative. Let them create something that's amazing for your brand. Yes. Tell them don't use these colors, you know, don't put Christmas colors in there, right? If Mm -hmm. you're in seasonal, you know, there's things to, to do and not to do, but don't say, don't do it like this. Even if you have, um, content that you've done previously for campaigns maybe you put that in the campaign brief to say we love content that looks like this this is from you know our previous campaigns and this is just a guide to help you but it's not like stick to this right so i really love that it's all about giving influencers that creativity and because when you put them in a box and you say don't do this don't do this i don't think you're gonna get the content that you're looking for when you do that because influencers you lose are the trust creative people. you lose the trust absolutely exactly. so I, this has been such a great episode and i'm so glad that we got to go really deep into influencer marketing <laughs> me too but we have you have to tell the people where they can find you and you, about your amazing, amazing company. Um, so yes, please let the listeners know where they can find you and what you have going on because they need to learn more about influencer marketing, how they can benefit um, in their business. So for everybody who wants to learn more, hear more, speak with our team, we have an office in Soho, Manhattan. Uh, the company calls Humans. You can find us at humans.com, uh, humans with a Z. Um, we will be there. We'll be answering the questions. Our team will be happy to chat. Uh, whether you're creators or marketers, we'll be happy to assist with our platform and give you the best results when it comes to content creator strategy. Um, and it was definitely a pleasure to speak with you, Michelle. Very nice uh, chat. I mean, I love that. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you for coming on the Social Media Decoded podcast. You guys, make sure that I know you took notes. So make sure that you tag me at Michelle L. Thames and tell tell me what you loved about today's episode. I know you caught some gems and I know you learned some things that you may not have known when it comes to influencer marketing. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.